0: ...were at times distressingly shoddy, if not non-existent. It also meant I now have a whole bunch of skanky boy memories to shudder over. Jilling off grew on me when I discovered my bisexuality. I had a crush on my friend, but she was playing that coy game of always keeping my hopes up without ever actually doing anything. Masturbation was the only way I was going to get any female action at that point in time. I would lie in bed and think about having this wild summer adventure at Provincetown, the East Coast's gay Mecca, with a woman sporting long or short black hair, deep chocolate or gray eyes, a long, lanky, androgynous body, and a tongue that knew all the places to lick. In the summer before college, I swore off boyfriends. I decided to sleep exclusively with women, at least until I had caught up number-wise to my experience with men. I went to the wrong school for that. My college was a tiny 500-student New England affair with a paltry gay-lesbian-bisexual-transgender group lacking a single woman who interested me. So I looked outside the gay community, and I found Belle. Belle was curvy and soft as a peach, I masturbated again and again while thinking of her. Meanwhile, I got into a relationship with Christos. A boy. Oops. Which was just as well because Belle was barely by curious For the duration of my relationship with Christos, who was really a good guy and put up with more of my shit than he should have, I thought entirely about women. Dream women living in Boston or P-Town who would roll about in the sand or bed with me in dreamy, Anaïs Nin-like, touchy-feely fantasy sex. It wasn't much, but it kept me going. Then came the crisis. A hot, slender bisexual from California entered our little school with the impact of a meteor. Rumors flew. I hated her on sight and glared at her in the GLBT meetings— "'Of course, it wasn't long before I was cheating on my boyfriend with her. "'And she handed me books, always the way to my harder loins, "'most especially Macho Sluts by Pat Califia. "'That was the end, or, I suppose, the beginning. "'My world crashed in around me, "'and I had the first masturbatory orgasm I can really strongly remember.' I grabbed a knife from my hidden-under-the-bed-so-the-R.A. won't-confiscate-it collection and pressed the cold metal against my pussy, hard enough to feel sensation but not to cut, and had the orgasm I never had before. My brain filled with visions of beautiful and terrifying San Francisco doms doing things to me I didn't yet have words for. My boyfriend not only forgave me— eventually, for my transgressions, but supported me in my new interests. He liked the red handprints left on my ass from his spankings, but that and some light bondage were really his limits. He was also not adverse to a threesome with another hot babe. What guy isn't? Although we could never find one who wanted him and me at the same time. But most important, he did take me out to buy my first vibrator— Actually, my first two. On that historic day, I went into a sex toy store and came out with a small purple jelly vibrator and a pair of lovely vibrating bullets. The toys were a smash hit with my pussy. The first time I used the vibrator, having only ever felt the rather understated vibrations of an old electric shaver, I held it to my clit for all of five seconds before I came. Minutes later, I went back for more. I transferred to a new huge school after my second year at the tiny one, new vibrators in tow. With a single dorm room to myself, I soon had the option of solo sex in my room or of bringing my girlfriend in for some duo sex. It was around this time I realized solo sex is an intrinsic part of healthy sexuality. The more often I masturbated, the more fun I had with others. The more I got to know my body, the better I was with others. Things haven't changed much for me since then. I continue loving solo sex, and I continue learning what turns me on.